This episode of the Savage Snowflake podcast is brought to you by Boundless Technology. Boundless Technology strives to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind. Aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient and straightforward experience for the consumer, Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. Enjoy the taste, smells and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all Boundless Technology products at bndlstech.com. Follow Boundless on all social media at bndlstech. And if you want to show your support for the podcast, head to patreon.com forward slash savage snowflake to donate as little as $1 a month. All right, savages, let's get to it. What's going on, savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake podcast. I think it's episode 32. Episode 32. Thanks very much, man. Yeah, I feel like it's, um, you know... That's 32. That's quite an achievement. I'm 34. I feel like the fact that I've lived this long... Yeah, that's good. ...is pretty good. Uh, that other voice you can hear if you're not watching the video format of this on YouTube. Uh, remember, you can watch all episodes at youtube.com slash TV. Just look at the Savage Snowflake podcast playlist there. Uh, is my guest today a wonderful comedian, writer, actor... And performer of all sorts of delicious comedic traits. Um, it's it's Mr. Nick Rutherford. Oh, okay. wow! You just I wanted to big it up. Yeah, I gave it a little bit of a sell. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. And Nick, Nick, and I. Uh, oh my god! I had like, that gave me a fucking yeah, heart you, palpitation. You take a break. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be like. I thought it was going to be like a big, a big like uh, a big fanfare, and then all I've done now is cause myself a fucking pain in my chest. It's Jesus kind of, Christ, It's like a vocal dude. drum roll. Oh, fuck yeah. me. <laughs> I biked to uh, my coffee shop today and like it kind of wrecked me. I haven't, I need to get active. Again. I wrapped one of the intros um, for someone and, uh, and, and had like, uh, like a throat thing. And then I've just had a chest thing. All right. Sorry. Anyway, that's the terrible way to start a podcast. This is the podcast with... where we watch Jeff, uh, his body fall apart. I used to do a lot of drugs, man. Yeah, that could be it. And I think that sometimes when I try and do things in, a, in an amusing way, it backfires on me. What kind of drugs did you do? Oh, everything. Are you open about this or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. always been very open about it. Back in the day, I used to do lots of... Uh, I'm going to spin that around a little bit so it's facing you perfectly. Oh, should be looking at the blue guy? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I, I used to... Um, I guess everything. Except not, not heroin or crack yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I did like... I used to do a lot of cocaine. I yeah. still smoke weed. That's yeah, the only yeah, thing yeah. I do fine. anymore yeah. now. But I used to... Yeah, I used to cocaine, ketamine. Yeah. MDMA, you know, in various forms, yeah, ecstasy yeah. and all yeah. that. And, Molly, um, rocks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And have you then, ever done um, like ayahuasca? Have you ever done like one of those? I'm still in pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll talk then. Uh, I really want to do ayahuasca or um, what? It's not MDMA. What is the spirit molecule? Am I having a heart attack? Are you? Is your arm? Are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm what okay. if you? All right. Well, I'm gonna just load up. I'm gonna load up 911 on my phone. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that because you might call it by accident. I'm gonna be all right. Fucking hell, dude. That really like. I was like. All right, anyway, doesn't matter. I'm going to move on. How many cups of tea have you had today? That's a- No, I've had a really good day. I'm actually yeah. feeling really happy and really relaxed. I've done, we did another episode of the podcast earlier and it was really enjoyable. Uh-huh. I've been very excited to talk to you about what's yeah. going on. I've just seen your fucking face on a gigantic billboard. Yeah, that's exciting. That's Dude! crazy. It's fucking nuts, man. Um, so, sorry, I should, I should really, at the top, um, explain that uh, Nick and I, we, we, how did we originally meet? Oh, no, I was interviewing at New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah, that's right. You, when you, you were about to launch the first season right. of uh, of Dreamcore LLC on Adult Swim. Yeah. But 
you've you've now got a second season. You're right. writing the third We're season, third and season. not only that, it's now warranted the success and the critical acclaim that your face is, and it's your face, no one else. No, it's my face. It's fucking huge on the big billboards on the way to the comedy store. I was driving there to do yeah. a show, yeah, and I was like, oh, holy fuck, that's Nick, <laughs> and it, it uh, and. Uh, you know, we've we've only hung out a, a very small handful of times. Um, well, there was a time we were meeting up. I feel like I met you at this bar on Coenga. Yeah. And that's where we met the Twitch dude. Yes, 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 um, yes. And this was, I was going through a transitionary period in my life. I like just You had a breakup, man. Had a big breakup. I think you may have just had a big breakup too, or you were single. Or I something. was, I had, I'd, I'd been dating a girl. Yeah, I dated a girl for a little while and she was, I kind of turned out to be a fucking arsehole. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's what happens. Um but yeah, we had. I feel Not like we always. started. Sometimes strong. I'm the arse. Sometimes I have to re- re- realize I was the arsehole. But oh yeah. In that particular yeah. instance, she Every- was a fucking scumbag. Okay, well that's good. But everybody's like thirty percent asshole, so everybody's a little. Do you reckon? I don't know. I I hope not. But I had a. We I think had- everybody's like ten percent gay. But that's oh hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So the previous episodes, um, Seth Green and I talked about yeah. how gay we would be for Zac Efron. And he's like gorgeous in person and apparently a very nice guy as yeah. well. And I was talking about how much like Hugh Jackman, if I had to select one guy, it'd be Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I don't know who, I don't think Zach, I wouldn't be into Zach Efron. But you'd think that. And but, the way he described how he is and how yeah. nice he is, it made me go, I mean, I can look at Zach Efron and go, I mean, the fucking body on that boy, you know, he looks it's, good. But that's what I don't like. I, I'm like, oh, really? I don't think it's like, you're going to care more about your body than taking care of me as your boyfriend. Would you, um... Would you rather like what, like a like a little, like just a like little a, a little pouch or no, a little dad I don't know. bod? Or? I don't know. Maybe not dad bod. Some I don't know. Just like a normal bod. But I don't know if I'm going gay. Then like why not yeah, go big? You don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't want to. Oh, I mean, I, I'm not telling you how to live yeah, yeah, your no, live your best homosexual lifestyle. <laughs> I'm just saying if my ten percent came to the forefront, right? You go Efron. Oh, I, I'd want to get fucked. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, because why? I want to push back on something. Right. Fucking. Right. Why? Beastly. Why just do the same thing, but just you know what I mean? Like, why be the fucker? If I want to have, the if I want to have like a little pouch, not yeah. bad body, but not great body, uh-huh. I just stand in front of the mirror and jerk off, dude. Yeah. If I want to get fucked by a man, right? You want, it's got to be like a. You want the V? Yeah, yeah. bro. I wanna yeah, fucking, sure. I want to like, I want to jizz on his abdominal muscles. Yeah, of course. Okay, I'm, I'm convinced. Right, cool. Yeah, let's fuck Efron together. Good, well, because actually I've been working out a lot lately. Nick, yeah. And that's, there's an ulterior motive for bringing you here today. You said Seth Green was your guest today, uh, previous guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I have a Seth Green story. Oh, dope. Tell me. So do you mind? So I was auditioning for some, uh, I don't know, some part, probably a movie, but I don't remember. Didn't get it. And I'm waiting in the casting office. And casting offices like have a lot of posters of things that they've cast in the okay, past yeah you know? yeah 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 so i'm sitting in the all stuff office. that they have they even cast i always I don't question know. those that's posters. the assumption it's like a production office having like you know the big lebowski on the wall and you're like you guys like, made you, that you made that and they're, they're like, like no, oh no actually like we one of our one of our ex-employees yeah. was a part-time you know assistant oh on so it. that's like, who signed it oh. yeah yeah he was a pa <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly uh so Anyway, so I'm sitting in the waiting room, and okay. there's all these billboards for Austin Powers, like, oh, everywhere, man. and, like, you know, billboards, posters, and all this stuff. The golden age. Yeah, the golden age of comedy. And I'm waiting, I'm looking over my lines, and Seth Green comes in, like, goes, kind of signs up, but just kind of scribbles on the sign-up sheet, and goes and sits down underneath a bill, a poster for Austin Powers, the spy who shot Wait, did he have a, f- a picture of his face on it as well? I, think was it, he- I don't think he had a picture okay. of him on there, but his name was definitely visible, and he's sitting right underneath it, 
And then the casting director comes out and, like, looks at the sheet and goes, oh, Seth, how you doing? And he's like, oh, what's up, Gloria? And then they hug and they have this, like, quick catch-up right in the middle of the office in front of all of us unsuccessful actors. And I was <laughs> Were like, you going up for the same role then? Yeah, yeah. Wow, man. What a fucking power move to come in, sit underneath the blockbuster movie that you were in, yeah. and then audition. Yeah. But hey, everybody's got to audition. He's a, he's a soft sweetheart, though. I bet he is. I've never met him, but uh, Dude. I've heard good oh, things. Oh, I'm surprised, because you're both Adult Swim family, Yeah, obviously. that's right. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I, I have this weird romantic notion that as soon as you have a successful show on Adult Swim, Everybody You're invited into some sort of secret room, and there's like there's robes and chanting. Oh, I wish, I wish, and there's like a poster. Everyone has a poster. They get to sit underneath. Yeah, that'd be and you cool. Would sit under Every dream court. <laughs> <and> <laughs> sit. You have to stand under your billboards. Yeah. they bring in the whole billboard. That'd be for fun. You. Well, you know, like the vice rings. Yeah, like if you work, like I want to, I want the equivalent of an adult swim ring. You just want to be in some sort of Masonic order. I do. I've always wanted. Have you ever been like I? Dude, it's it's. Uh, I'm all about secret societies. Uh, you know, I tried to become a a mason for a minute. Okay, my buddy was a mason. How did you go about that? Well, it's I I asked my buddy because mm-hmm. literally on their website it says like they're like the code of the mason, and then it has like the number two, the letter B, the number one, and then like A S K, the number one. So basically, this is their, like, the secret code you have to crack. To be one, ask one. That's it. So I talked to my buddy. I was like, I really want to go to some of these meetings and stuff. And I was living on the east side at the time, and he was living in Santa Monica. He's like, yeah, of course. I'll introduce you to everybody. Um, We have a meeting uh, in Santa Monica on Saturday night. And I was like, oh, Santa Monica? Nah, that's that's pretty... That's kind of that's kind of a drive. That's a like bit the, of a hike. I like the lack of dedication. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You were like, "Oh, I have to drive." Oh no, I can't do that. No, that's traffic, no, no. dude. What time is it at? Five thirty. Oh, that's not Fuck work. that that's shit. Shit. Yeah, sorry, man. I just go and join Scientology. Instead. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's I way did. easier. <laughs> they just give you a book. Yeah, they just take your uh, your credit card details. You're in. Uh huh. And take all your secrets. And there you go. And, take and your and secrets. Sell them back to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I didn't become a mason, bro. I feel like that was a missed opportunity because they don't. They have the old the old where you 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 have to rearrange your leg you go like oh well obviously if you're part is that of what it is it's something like that it's like a wink whilst you like I, it's tug a, on your tug on I your seen that, trouser I, leg that's, or something that's more fun because all i've seen is everybody just has freemason pins you can have the pin badge like, yeah but you could it? buy that shit yeah yeah but i think you need to know the the little oh, handshake it's like, like a, a, it's a symbol to know that it's like yeah exactly that's the handshake it's like do you remember that do you remember yeah. this one at school yeah, yeah, yeah where you tickle with the middle finger yeah, which you means your that finger. you want to fuck yeah right? that's how you started fucking yeah that's how gay guys go hey what's is that, that? How, yeah. is that how zach shakes your hand <laughs> that's how zach efron yeah, cool. would shake my hand the first time we meet instead yeah. of no i love that idea of like this secret little thing and like do you want to start a comedy cult uh, not cult. Well, yeah, let's not call it like a cult. A Fuck, sorry, cult. guys. Yeah. It's, not cult. it's not a cult. No, no, it's not a cult. But we do culty things. An organization, in, a in secret darkness. society. I mean, why not? Right? I mean, first of all, I'm pretty certain that at some point, Seth Green, um, oh, sorry, not Seth Green, Seth Rogen, Judd Apatar, Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, Craig Robinson, James Franco sat around and went, all right. Here's the pact, and they yeah. probably and they did it like in like fucking yeah. whatever. Not in Lost Boys. What's the one with that? Yeah, is it Lost Boys with the cut? No, where's the blood pack they make? Uh, uh, um, uh, like every Stand movie? by me, stand, by, stand me. by me. Yeah, sure. And they or milk little, money. No, yeah, stand one of those me. like yeah. old school fucking coming not of movies, age. but like coming of age movies. Yeah. And they do the little cut and the blood pack. I'm pretty certain they all sat around, fuck it, probably naked. Yeah, yeah, in a sure. circle. Yeah, smoked loads of weed. There's a big bowl of Doritos uh-huh. in the middle of them or something. And they're all just, Ugh. and they fucking did a little cut and they went right. 
I'm going to put you in every fucking movie hey, I I'm do. I'm going to put you in every movie You're I going do. You're going to produce on my shit as well. I, you know what? Let's, we're going to write together. I, you, I'll direct your shit. You direct my shit. Yeah. And look at them now. They're doing all right. Fucking not bad, they're doing, right? They're doing pretty good. Not bad. We could start one of those. <laughs> yeah, why not? Although, am I I don't know if I'm at the level yet because you're already on successful TV shows in the US. I've only well, ever done shows in the UK, so I'm... I'm well, kind I want to do smaller... more shows in the UK. So, oh, all right. Yeah. But I think it's like, you can't... Get if knife, everybody's at right the same now. level, then... You haven't got you... anything that I need to... For the blood. Uh, I can shatter this mug. Yeah. I know. I've got a knife, oh, dude. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, oh, you haven't you, got any... Any disease. No, I'm clean. Okay, cool. Clean, me yeah. too. Um, yeah, a little and bit of And that's about as, not... as deep as I go with girls as well. Yeah. You go, you're, you're clean, right? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. All right, cool. I have a girlfriend now, and I'm always, like, very safe, but my... I shouldn't even say this. My girlfriend's friends who aren't who aren't in relationships are, like, real dick-hungry. Yeah. So I get the stories through her and you and haven't introduced me? I'm sorry. I will. <laughs> I will. Man. But, like, everybody's fucking without condoms. It's crazy. Everybody's... I don't know... You know what it is? I'm, like, I'm always use a condom. Yeah. Especially when I first meet a girl. Of course. But then there is a process once you start, like, regularly hooking up with a girl yeah. where I'll go, uh, you know, I, I prefer to have sex without. So if, right. you're, if you're on the pill or if you have, a, you know, an IUD or whatever. Right. Is that right? IUD? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think so. IUD. Um, you know, let's get a test and whatever. Just check. And I, yeah. But you still have to, at some point, just take it at face value. If someone says, yeah. I'm clean, then you go, okay, cool. I mean, that is the most responsible way. Hey, we're having sex a lot. And we, I don't want to take it to the next, next level and be exclusive, but let's not wear condoms. I'm going to go to the free clinic and get a test. Yeah, let's boom, go together, boom. make it a fun little day. We're oh, okay. Go, little day out. Yeah. But I mean, does anybody do that? Or everybody just says, oh yeah, I'm clean. I think a lot of people just go, no, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I, um, I actually slept. I had to go and get a test recently because I slept with a girl uh, and the condom broke. And uh-huh. then, and I was like, oh shit, condom broke. And she was like, all right, well. You know, I'm on the pill, so we can. I mean, it's already, it's already happened, kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if you got something, you got, yeah. And I said, right. I said, well, I'm, I know I'm good because I got tested after my last partner. Uh-huh. And she was like, no, no, I know I'm good as well. And then we, after sex, we lay down and we were like talking and blah blah. blah. And I was like, hey, I'd hate to like bring it up, right? But you know, uh, I'm not good. No, <laughs> but I hate to bring it up. But you know, Hepsi, how do you feel about Hepsi? No, uh, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I hate to bring it up again because you already said it. But you know, I legit got tested after the last girl I slept with and I you know so I haven't had sex for like five weeks or something I know um, I know 100% are you good and she was like she was like yeah 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 she goes the only guy I slept with unprotected was the guy my boyfriend that I was with and you know we broke up recently and he was the only right, guy so I was we were playing together and I was like well hang on a second though so you haven't been tested since that guy and she was like no but I mean he was my boyfriend and blah. I right. said that's the one I worry about. Yeah, yeah. You broke up. Like he could have been fucking anyone. I'm not yeah. worried about you. I'm worried about what he was doing. Right, right. So then I had to go and get another test. Yeah, but good. Clean bill. Six months to live. Oh, hey. No, well, let's knock no, these episodes no, out then. No, I'm teasing. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like if you had six months to live, you're still like, but I still got to do Savage Snowflake. If I had six months left to live, if I knew I had a terminal yeah. illness or something like that, uh-huh. um, I would take, I would sell everything I own. Uh-huh. Everything, like all my shit, my mum's house, all of that, all my stuff here, every worldly possession, uh-huh. and I would sink, and I would do a fundraiser, like a Kickstarter, yeah, and I would shoot a comedy special. Oh, that's smart. Called, yeah. you know, I don't know, on the way out or something like right. that, or or you know, um, uh, yeah, whatever. See you soon, Saint Peter. Yeah, uh, or something like that. Yeah, see you on the other side, something yeah. like that. And I'd shoot a comedy special. I talk be- about how before I'm about I go, to go, before I go, there you go. Or uh, be like, well, that's Kaufman. my time, folks. That's my time, folks. Yeah, way better. All yeah. right. You can uh, produce and direct it. <laughs> you know what else you could do? Because we did the blood pact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Pre me getting the disease. Right. See, the blood pack is getting a little scary. 
Yeah. Uh, but you know what else you could do? And I was going to, I mean, this maybe is a dark conversation, but, but you it's, have, it's you know. It's quite amusing. I'm quite yeah, enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you could um, kind of live out the six months through, you know, broadcasting yourself. Like show people going through that. Yeah, exactly. Like Oh, I'd 100% you know, like self. It would then be cut into a Sundance documentary. Exactly. All yeah. I've ever known is performance. Uh-huh. So I would have to go, if I'm going to die, yeah. what am I going to do? I could either sit at home crying and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or... I could try and make people laugh, try and uh, show people this weird, yeah. weird, tiny microcosm of what humanity is uh-huh. and death yeah. and uh, present it to them in a, in a I way mean, that's really fat. You know, do you know Angela Trimber? No. She is a comedian, actress. She's really talented, really funny, good friend of mine. She got diagnosed with breast cancer. Okay. She just had a double mastectomy and she lives a very online life as well. And well, so, Tig Notaro did that as well, didn't she? Where she about yeah. breast cancer and she went through the whole process. Yeah, yeah. Tig Notaro like had that really beautiful like set she did at Largo, right? That then Louis C.K. put out. But she, you know, where she was just very upfront about the mm. mortality. But Angela's doing a very similar thing, but mostly through like Instagram and Instagram stories. And it's like she's going through chemo right now. She just bicked her head, like yep. just really honest, raw like view of somebody go, like a, very, a young woman going through that yeah. and it's so, I think it's so important and like you know she has ups and downs and she's tired and then ecstatic and she's dancing and then she's sick and uh that's I mean there's something really beautiful about that fuck yeah yeah and also I mean not in a morbid curiosity but there is an element of that that you kind of go fuck what kind of emotions do you go through when you're when you're yeah. experiencing this and then what, what I would I'm, hope that you don't have to live that yourself yeah but what an interesting thing to explore through someone else's eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, that's uh, something, you know, breast cancer is insanely common, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. My mom so, had breast cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to be a young woman or an older woman, to watch somebody go through it and see they got through it. And like, yeah, there's, it's, I don't know. It's like so important. Yeah. And she's so smart and like is on it top funny? of it. Is a lot of her content funny? It is. Yeah. Well, because she's very quirky and fun and like sweet okay. and very sincere. So a lot of, you know, she has these two birds. So it's like the adventures of her birds okay. and, and her. Wow, it's good. Man. It's uh, it's worth checking What's out. What's her name? Angela Trimber. Angela Trimber. Yeah, she's very sweet. All right. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. You guys should as well. Yeah. Um, Tell me about Dreamcore. You you started out in the first season. Were you just an actor on the first season? And then you were hired as a writer as well in the second season, correct? I was. I was. Or were you a writer from the off? I, writer from the very beginning. Okay. Apologies. But I, I, I got cast in the pilot speaking of auditioning which is the only time i've ever got cast kind of like except for commercials but uh you know usually it's from the blood packs i have with various producers sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah yeah of course um but i just auditioned got cast and then i was only supposed to be just like a guest star for the first because the show has a patient a new patient every, every yep, episode yep. so i was supposed to be the first patient and then once we wrapped and shot it daniel stesson who created the show called me and was like I want to change your role so you're in every episode. You're going to be one of the staff. And also, I want you to help me write this first season. And you're like, sorry, mate. That's I not what like, I signed up for. No way, dude. Yeah. yeah. I was oh, like, well, one and done. job and yeah. regular cast appearances. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's like, that seems like a lot of work. Dude, that's like the dream. It was the fucking dream. And I had just gotten fired from SNL. And right. like I came back to LA and got that phone call. It was it was very... It was the dream corp LLC. Tell me a little bit more about what preceded... Um, getting that show. So you were on NSL, SNL as a writer. Yeah, I got hired uh, just for one season. Okay. Just for season 40th. Um, I had this, uh, well, I still have this sketch group called Good Neighbor. And it's like Kyle Mooney, Beck Bennett, Dave McCary, and myself. And they all got hired on SNL. Right. And I didn't. And so I was uh, just a real kick in the dick from Lauren Michaels. And so I was in LA. I was working on this other show and everything was fine. And then the next season I got picked up as a writer 
and was like, here we go, baby. The group's back together, bringing the team. Hang on, good neighbor. Yeah. How many of you are in that? Uh, there's only three people on screen, and then Dave like uh, shoots, edits, and directs them. Is this can- a Canadian group or something? No. Oh. I feel like I've watched Good Neighbor stuff. You probably have. Like, you know, it was a while ago, but, you know, we had a lot of, we had a small audience, but they were, like, diehard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whole uh, status. Yeah, yeah. They could it's be cool. Men- they're they the best be- fans, too. Like, they'll come up, and they're really, like, we were at, I was at, uh, I was at dinner with my girlfriend, and. Current I, girlfriend. Current girlfriend, yeah. Right, yeah. New girlfriend. And, um. I had new and improved. Wait, well, I don't want to insult my ex girlfriend. I'll but, do it for you, know. you. New and improved. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're different. You grow. You grow apart. Um. Anyway, so I ordered a beer. Improved. And improved. And then, <laughs> man, let's hope nobody listens to this. Well, that doesn't matter. It's like fourteen thousand people. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, we had this sketch called Toast, and it's it's us. It's a good sketch to watch, but. It ends with us like chanting together, and now we drink the beer, and then we drink our beer. Uh, and I ordered a beer, and the server came over and put it down and said, and now we drink the beer, and walked away. And that was it. He never came up and was like, can I get a photo? Like, I mean, he didn't like geek out. He was just like, I recognize what you do, and I appreciate it. Nice. Yeah, so we have like cool fans. They're very- Dude, I've always thought that um, there was a period a few years ago where I was desperately worried about trying to be relevant to a younger audience, uh-huh. especially with social media. You're yeah, like, sure. oh shit, I better start making content that appeals to them, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I got to get on Snapchat. Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck that shit. But all of that stuff, I realized um, I would rather for the rest of my life have, let's say, 10,000 people who fucking love what yeah. I do. Like love my comedy, yeah, love yeah. my podcast, love my appearances on yeah. shows or acting abilities than have... A million fans who like me for one thing and then forget about it because you're not in the big show right, anymore or whatever. On. Like, you, that's, you could sell tickets. You can keep creating yeah. for an audience of hardcore fans. Well, that's fans. like the true fan, right? Like, yeah. I remember reading this article a while ago about true fans. And it was like, if you have a thousand true fans, you can work for the rest of your life. Yeah. A true fan is somebody that would just buy everything you do. Yeah. You know, they're willing to spend a hundred dollars a year on you. Gaming was for me is, is sure. the first place I found yeah. a real, not the first place, that's a lie. I've got people who've seen me since my first TV shows in England. Yeah. But the gaming audience, because they're so internet savvy, they listen to the podcast, they comment, they share it, yeah, they make yeah. clips and put it on fucking Reddit. They like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they, they like good. your you tweets. You got like a they Jeff retweet. army. And it's, and it's a small army, yeah. but they're fucking Doesn't have beautiful. to be big. Doesn't have the to savages. Be. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful people. That's a big trick, right? You got to get a name for your army. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's this friend of mine. Who's What's going like, to be the Nick Rutherford one? I don't know. I don't know. That's a lot of... Pr- the, the the Nickers. Nicolites? The Nicolites? Oh, Nicolites. Nicolites. Uh, yeah. I like the word acolyte. I don't yeah. like the one Nickers I said, because I don't think that's appropriate. The Nickers. Yeah. Like the pants. Oh, and then I you... I think it kind of... Yeah, and then you could get your face well, printed on a pair of underwear. And then it would and be like some... the Masons. You could have like a little... You'd see and it. what you do is you tug the Nick Rutherford face on the front of your underwear. Yeah, like you got... And that's the sign. You got like it just looks like you're dick. pinching your penis yeah, or yeah. pinching your clitoris. Right. Oh, I'm glad that we're keeping it both genders. Oh, yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, All the genders, dudes. Yeah. You don't oh. even have to have a gender to be a Nikolai or to be a Nickers. No, it's actually sh- frowned upon. Yeah, if you want to be... In fact, the more genders yeah. you have... yeah. The less interested we, we don't are. want you identifying with anything other than being a Nicolite. Yeah, yeah. You just have to. Knickers. The only thing you can identify as is a knicker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, like, I feel like we've started the fan club already. Wait, you That's know, it. Uh, 
Yeah. Have you had any yeah. weird fans come out of the woodwork now that you've, uh, you know, second season's already up and third season in, is in the work? No, not yet. I'm waiting for that. I'll, I'll get the occasional Instagram, like, message. You know, it's like message requests. That's a little, like, okay. Like, yeah. a little aggressive, and I just ignore it or, or delete oh, it. Oh, you don't entertain it a little bit? Uh, most, I try to entertain everybody, but there has to be... Er, early on, I had... This girl, when we were like still doing YouTube stuff, I had this girl that loved Beck and my show called uh, Theater of Life. She was from England, actually. Okay. And she was very young, and she was like, "I love you guys. I love it so much." And we would engage and like, "Thanks, it's so cool of you. Thanks so much." And then eventually, like, if we didn't reply in a certain amount of time, angry, angry, and then it was like, "I hope you, I hope you get hit by a bus. Like, I hate you. I fucking hate you. I'm gonna like that's just infatuation, scary shit. man. That's yeah, the infatuation, it, but yeah. you know, she's very young." And like then it was like inappropriate. Like I'm gonna turn 18 soon. I was like, you know what? And I eventually just had to You're say, like, you know what? I'm not into that. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not into it anymore. Ugh. Well, no, she was a kid. When so. you were 16. Yeah, Ugh, that was when that, <laughs> you should have struck then. That's you shouldn't have told me. That's legal in England. So I it's know okay. that's true. That would have yeah. been okay. Um, but she was maybe more troubled than you want to get involved. I think the people like that, it's they're looking for somewhere to belong. Yeah. And then when they f- attach to something and get a little bit something back, I, I, it's, it's the desire. Well, it, you, you're now, well, you're mine now. You're mine. Yeah. And, the and moment they take you say, ownership of it. Yeah. Well, that's like, you know, that was very... I had a gay fan like that. One gay fan back yeah. in England who used to set up fake with female profiles as well and try and kind of send me photos and blah, 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 as these sexy girls. But oh, he, would, man. he would spend months invested in it. It was pretty fucked up. Yeah, see, that's the downside of all. This is why you want 10,000 super fans and not a million random fans who, like, yeah, you know, a lot of people can come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I did fuck her. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think I just said, like, this is uh, unhealthy and I'm sorry I have to, like, stop talking to you if you need help, please. You know, it was just, like, it, it was the first time numbers, I had anything yeah. like that happen. Even, yeah, exactly. And then she just kind of faded this is, away. It's an un, uh, un, unavoidable, I think, um, side effect of success. Yeah. Is fame. And then what comes with fame is is often fan infatuation. Yeah. Are you, are you ready for that in bigger and bigger? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you can be ready for it. I think it's been so gradual. From It's not like I was nothing and then cast as... The star of High School Musical. Sure. Zach Efron, even though I was second in line for I that I know, role. I heard, yeah. yeah. He actually came in and sat under a poster of himself as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he Fucking did. Scumbags. Fucking scumbags. They're always doing it. That's yeah. it's that's a like one of the oldest uh ways to like haze yeah. your haze your, that, your your peers. You know, that's what Charlie audition. Chaplin used to do at the old Paramount lot. Yeah. Just come in really silently. <laughs> sit underneath the kid poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's happening slowly, but Everybody I've interacted with so far has been wildly like You learn the respectful. lessons as well. The slower rise, you can learn to deal with it yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Not that I've never, don't get me wrong, I've never experienced huge amounts of fame or, you know, yeah, or sure. fortune in that sense. But I, the little bits you do get, you go, okay, oh, I, I open my doors to everyone. Yeah. And then I realize some people are quite intense and I need to be a little bit more guarded about what I share or how I do Yeah, you have to have boundaries. And I'm pretty bad at that. Like, you know, I'll... I'll be very giving with fans. And then it's like, eventually you have to say like, you know what? I'm actually, I can't do that right now. Yeah, exactly. You know, Eric Andre, yes. he's a really yeah. good buddy. And we traveled through England, actually. You went to the UK, didn't you? Yeah, yeah we you went, went to the there. UK. That's right after we both had like big, crazy breakups. And then... Did you do shows out there? I did a few shows. He wasn't interested. We were there with like, it was a really fun trip, but it was like me and then Amy Schumer happened to be there and right. then Nikki Glaser happened to be out there. So we like hung out a few nights and then like just kind of kicked it and like went around and, um, but I really wanted to set up a big show, but 
you know, Amy just gets all this shit online in a terrible way. Like people, you either love her or you fucking hate her, and it's really well, terrible. Yeah, sure. I mean, we a, have uh, we have we have a little history. So I'm you like, and her. Yeah. Oh, little, okay. Well, history. I don't want to get into it. But. No, no, it's all right. Don't, there's nothing to majorly get into. Yeah. I just, you know, I got on well with her, and then I. I didn't think she was such a nice person to me. Oh, uh, see, eventually. I mean, I guess it depends your interaction with her because she Every, was nothing but nice. A million but. people will meet someone and love them. Yeah. A million people meet yeah. them. And she was very them. generous and nice and like super sweet and. Um, and I imagine has Eric always Andre been is that. a great travel mate. Yeah, he's the two fun. of you together. Yeah, he's pretty fun. Both newly single. Yeah. In well, London, with your accents and your, you know, and and your acc- uh, you know, accolades that you. Yeah. Have. Well, he like th- that's what it, he can't barely get around like. Even you know, in the UK. Yeah. Like wow. we were at a wireless festival. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we got hooked up and we were backstage and we wanted to get to the other side. And he was like, I can't go out there. And I was like, come on. He's like, no, man, people will grab my dick and like pinch my ass. And like, like I've just created, like my show is like so gonzo that if I go out anywhere, people, people feel like, think they, they can yeah, just do like I'm just this wacky dude, like splash your beer in my face and slap me across the chin. Yeah. So, and it was true. Like he had to put like a thing over his head and we like beeline through the crowd and you could just feel this wave of like, you'd hear like, it's Eric Andre, it's Eric Andre. And then like, it started to like catch up to us. It was like a zombie movie. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like eventually people were just like grabbing his shirt and shit and we just like moving faster. It's fucking intense. Yeah. And I don't want that ever. Nah. No. That's not fun. But you're not doing those kind of... No, no. But I wouldn't want that type of recognition where you can't go like... Anywhere. I think you can um, court it or you can choose to remove yourself from it. Yeah, it's probably true. You can still have a life. Yeah. You know, you can still... But, and you have to set your own boundaries, right? You have to just go, all right, I'm comfortable with doing this for people or, yeah. doing, or letting people engage with me in this way. Right. And then, yo, if you get up in my face when I'm in the middle of a romantic dinner with my girlfriend and someone comes up and just goes, yo, hey, buddy, can I get a photo? You just go, hey, I'm so sorry, man. I'm just having dinner with my yeah. girlfriend. Um, on the way out, let me... Let yeah, me, yeah, sure. On the way out, I'll come and give you a little tap on the shoulder. And then if they get rude, then you just go, all right, go fuck yourself. I but know. also, you're in the industry, man. As soon as you're in the industry, you're kind of giving up a level yeah, of your own certainly. I think personal pe- space. I think people who are like, you get very indignant about it. It's like, well, then maybe try something else because yeah. this, this, this is what you signed up for. But And I, like I said, everybody's been super respectful so far. Um, actually, I've sent you some horrendous shit though on Instagram. You, that's, oh, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thanks. Big man. Daddy Dick 27. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I, I've been responding to Big Daddy Dick 26. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Different guy. Yeah. That's a completely yeah. different guy. Uh, my, the guy who created the show, well, one of our EPs of Dream Corp is John Krasinski. Okay. And Stephen Merchant. Uh, did you meet Merchant in? I did. Yeah. 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 He's he was great. there at the, um, at the New York Comic Con. Yeah. That was a fun weekend, chat. too. He seems like a, I, I've never met Stephen prior to that interview. Uh-huh. Um, but I have worked with lots of, we've been in the same weird circles. Yeah, in the sure. sense that, oh, sorry, actually, that's a complete fabrication. People he's worked with who are very successful, uh-huh. I've been in their circles. Okay, sure. So I'm, well, there's like only I've four heard stories and I've heard nice things, you know, about him. Always, yeah. always positive oh, stuff. Oh, very nice guy. Really nice um, guy. And, and in that chat, he was, he's very business. He's very fucking like focused. Yeah, business. yeah. Well, his time is like very viable, but he's also, I've been around him. We've had goofy dinners and he's like yeah. silly. Yeah. See, that's the side of Steve Merchant. Yeah, I would you love to experience. Yeah. It t- took him a while to warm up, I think, just because I was, you know, just somebody in a show he produced. And then I became like a writer on the show he produced. And, and then he's like, oh, okay. And then I was like around every time he was around. Um, but he, you know, had he shot a movie with The Rock and John Krasinski's wife, Emily Blunt, shot a movie with The Rock. So they were all Daniel, the creator of Dream Corp. We're, we're all in, in Hawaii writing and went out to dinner and met The Rock 
and I'm going to botch this story, but The Rock goes up to Daniel and is like, so I, I see you have a, I heard you have a children's show. And Daniel's like, well, it's on Adult Swim. It's not a children's show. It's, it's on Adult Swim. It's literally like, called Adult. Yeah, Adult Swim. And uh, we use some curse words. And, and he goes, but some of it's animated? And he goes, well, yeah, there's like an animation element, but it's live action and it's pretty dark. And then The Rock just starts belly laughing and goes, <laughs> you have a children's show. And then what? walked away. Yeah, he was just fucking with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they went to go get dinner or they were going to all go get dinner. And Daniel goes to The Rock and says, hey, you want to go meet us at this like, you know, this nice sushi place? And he like thinks for a second and goes, how do you get in there? And he's like, oh, um, well, there's like an entrance in the front. It's like kind of between two other buildings. And it's like, I think the front He's like, so there's no there's no back entrance. And he's like, no, I don't, I don't think so. And The Rock goes, yeah, I can't come. If I go, people will get hurt. Because if he goes somewhere and can't have a secret private entrance, people mob and they like, they they mob him and people have gotten trampled really? and hurt. Yeah, so he just like he's completely limited by Dude, super. Let me rethink my entire like. I, I don't know, know if I, how. I, like, don't get me wrong. Doesn't that sound miserable that you have to? You're thinking about people's health because if you go to the wrong place. A, a fan mob will get hurt trying to get to you. I, I mean, he's think, the biggest star I in the world. So, one, yeah, one of the biggest stars in the world at the moment. Yeah. But I think there's there's got to be levels, and it's got to be an element of how you caught it. For instance, yeah. when you're that famous, you probably more have, especially when you're that fucking multi millionaire, million times over. Yeah, you know. Have beautiful meals at your home and invite close friends over. Yeah. But if you do want to go to a restaurant, I would say you just arrive in a nice fucking, you know, tinted window car. Yeah, sure. You get out and you just fucking keep your head down and just go in. Right. You, you get in a, advance. You get like an old hat. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's ways around it with like enough timing and you got personal. I've seen super famous people in places having meals, yeah. not getting hassled because people have genuine... I general think that, respect for that might be true in LA I think because we're you know it's more London really yeah well also here's another thing and I think you're right there's ways to do it but I think he probably just wanted to go home but the other thing is he is very recognizable from like every angle sure if Tom Cruise goes into a restaurant sure, and you sure. see him from the back you're he like put a cap on yeah put a cap on yeah, and it's yeah, like who's yeah. that but you know you can't hide as the rock so. yeah. it's his fault for being too big he's got to slow down he's got to shed some fucking yeah. muscle slim mass. up <laughs> he should do a movie like the like the machinist, like what's his face did. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Should drop to like, Bale, yeah, right? he should lose two hundred pounds of muscle. Could you imagine? I don't the think the rock. I don't like think it's just a skinny. He used to look pretty skinny, right? I think so. I remember seeing a photo of him from like high school that was like a viral photo, and he's he's like a big Samoan dude. Yeah, you know, he's a solid fucking lump, yeah. isn't he? Big boy, big, big boy. boy, nice guy. Um, who's the who's the best person you've met on your various adventures? Now you've clearly you know hanging out with stars like. Fucking oh, man. Merchant and Schumer and you know you, you, I know I feel Eric like this Andre. is such a this sounds like such like a name drop. It's not a podcast. name drop. You're telling me sto- like interesting stories. Nerd. People want to hear that. Um, you know who the I, the Rock because he was a, a host on the S, on SNL when I was a writer. He was super down, really like silly game, like great. There's a lot of bad people who came like bad hosts who like were just kind of over it. I don't want. I don't really feel comfortable doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just like, oh, maybe I should ask the other question. Who was the fucking most difficult? to work with without you know you don't want to, someone who you might end you up know, th- yeah, I know. <laughs> doing a movie with down the line yeah but. I know I don't want to shit on anybody too much um, yeah. you know uh, not because he was difficult but Chris Rock hosted and brought like three of his own writers 
And so we were just like, oh, okay, well, have fun then, everybody. Like, we just had nothing to do the whole week. You literally just sat in the room. Yeah, I mean, you know, we were in punch rooms and, like, we're, you know, we're pitching ideas. But, like, you could tell he's like, I'm here to do what I want to do. And these three guys know what I want to do. Sure. So that was kind of like, oh, I was really hoping to, like, work with you and, like, pitch you ideas. But your name was still on the fucking credits. Yeah, I'm still on the credits, I guess. So Uh, technically... As far as everyone's concerned, you wrote all of Chris Rock's jokes. I wrote all those. Yeah, I wrote all those jokes. That's why I heard. He had a great monologue. That's yeah. all I kind of remember from that episode. Oh, I remember that one. If yeah. it was the one that was about, what, a year and a half ago maybe or something? Or yeah, no, it must have been three, three years, years ago? ago now. Oh. I think he, you know, maybe it wasn't a great monologue. Maybe it was, I think he may have mentioned the Boston bombing. I think it was a year after the bombing or something. It was kind of. I was thinking about the one when it was, when he came up after Trump got elected and he did, didn't he do one after? Oh, was that Chappelle oh, did a big fucking that Chappelle, monologue? That, Chappelle, I mean Chappelle. Now I'm guilty of confusing two of the most successful black comedians of yeah. all time T- with Typical each other. white guy problem. Fucking yeah, hell, Don't dude. worry about it, man. Hey, um, also, you are a straight white male. Yeah. And you're working, you're successful. Fucking, that's, mate, in this day I and got age, in, a, I got in at a good time. Shit. Yeah. But you're British, so you got that going for you. You would think. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> we sound pompous, even when we're being nice and sweet. We just sound a little like you're bit snotty. Yeah. Did you Did you enjoy being in the UK when you were there? Did you find yeah, it like a yeah, nice? Experience? I love it there. It was really fun. What's your favorite thing about um, Europe and England in general? Well, Europe in general, I like how you know the amalgamation of cultures, and it's like you can just take a train for an hour and be in a different country. But we were like literally in London. And you're in a completely different yeah. fucking country. Yeah. But we were in London exclusively the whole time. Um, you like those and, English ladies when you were there? I know you've you got know, a girlfriend now. You I got a girlfriend. No, I was single at the time. Um, I met somebody who, like, Eric was really big on, like, you got to be on these social media. Like, you got to get on, like, dating apps. Oh. And I was like, uh, fine. Oh, because him and Hannibal Burris did a, a thing on YouTube. Oh, yeah, where they Tinder like, or something. To go over each other's Tinder. Yeah. So. yeah, and he's, I think, was all about it at the time. Um, and so I met somebody, a Scottish girl, and we met up and had a few drinks, and then she had to, like, leave because she was it was a pride it was day of pride and she's like i'm actually marching in the pride parade as as they're body painting me as batwoman and i was like oh cool well i'll I'll come check it out yeah Yeah, exactly so i went and watched the pride parade that was really fun it was like at a little pub and like just watching like pride in uh in london in the parade in soho somewhere in soho right i mean it's snaked throughout the whole city it was i've marched in that parade before really it's a fun i mean it's a good time i fucking love gay pride parades oh yeah the best, man. They're allowed Guys to have so drinks. much fun. They tell yeah. me my ass looks nice. That's nice. See, I need that validation, I Nick. wish I got more hit by get, hit yeah. on by guys, man. It, it, it happens, but I think, you know. You should come and train with me at the Gold's in Hollywood. Gold's Gym in mm. Hollywood. That's, the, that's literally... Yeah, that's the place. <sighs> Bro, the it's cruisy as fuck. Just... That's mm. nice. Just go in there. Buy you a smoothie afterwards. Dude, I just do like arse exercises all day. Just the, sure. the one where you kick behind. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just to lift the leg. Uh-huh. And I can always spot some old bear with a little bit of salt and pepper in his beard and his hair. Right, just, just like leering just at you. fucking, oh, yeah, you do that, daddy. <laughs> Come on, daddy. See, that's great. That's great. You got to figure it out. Just go gay. Every podcast becomes just talking about going gay now, right? I've said a reasonable amount of uh, homoerotic things on this podcast. And I know I've got quite a big gay following, but I yeah. think it's because um, if you haven't, like yourself, met someone who, you know, is completing you and making you feel yeah. great. Uh, how old are you now? 36. 36. Okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So it's a great yeah. time to meet a great woman and, yeah, and yeah. really form that relationship. And I'm 34. So very close and, and very much probably in the same headspace. I, um, I've hit a point where I've gone... I fucking love the connection, the effortless connection I can have with deep friendships that I have with men. Yeah. Uh-huh. That 
I struggle to have with women necessarily. I have deep connections with sure. women, but I'm not remotely attracted to them. And then, uh, do you think? I'm trying to explain myself. I like. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't want to fuck a dude. But I love you know, the, company. the effortless connection. Yeah, yeah. Even with my friends who are female, who are just friends, uh-huh. just good friends, there was either a level where maybe they liked me uh-huh. a little more. Yeah, I think that's what gets in the way. It's like, is it, will we, won't we? And there's also a different understanding. We're different creatures. Yeah. Whereas with a guy, it's so effortless. I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I could, maybe I could just suck a dick. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to. Yeah. But if I could, how easy would that relationship be? I got, yeah, that'd be great. Well, I used to have this. I mean, this was just a bad, really hacky joke now that it was like, when I was living with like all the good neighbors, like four of us in a house, it was like, what if we were all gay? This would be the best house ever. <sighs> We'd just come home and blow each other. I know there's a lot more emotions invested in blowing each other know. all the time. I don't, I don't know. know either, <laughs> I but got, I just think I got a couple of gay friends who were like married and they're just like, it's the best. We're friends. We watch movies, smoke a little weed. We go out and do some shit. We play fucking, we go to the gym together and work out. And then we'll be watching a movie and just go, you want to suck my dick? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, that yeah sounds sure. pretty perfect. How great is that? That's, I was at a wedding recently and like, after the wedding ended, it was like super late, like four in the morning. And I was like having a cigarette outside with my girlfriend. And one of the guests of the wedding came out and he was in a hood and he was wearing like the robe and he was just walking into the woods. I'm like, where are you going? And he was like, I made a match on Grinder." And he's like, yeah, he's right. Over, he's over there somewhere. And he's like, so I'm probably going to either get my dick sucked or suck his dick. And I was like, good for you, man. Have fun. It was like. The, par- the night's over, party's over, and this guy's just going into the wilderness. Or get murdered in the woods. I never spoke to him again after that. So. <laughs> oh, my that God. Does seem fun. What was even weirder is that he was the groom. So that was Yeah, like that was very weird. Pretty yeah. shocking <laughs> stuff. Fuck. Yeah, it was. Uh, but just hey, you know one what? Last hurrah. It's his day. It's his day. Yeah, Let yeah. him enjoy himself. <laughs> there is an element of that, which is ease. I think finding a relationship that gives you ease is, um, that puts you at ease. Yeah. Especially when you're. Is your, is your lady in, if you don't mind me asking, is she in the industry as well? No, not at all. She's Perfect. like in research and neurolinguistics. Oh, and dude, like, that's yeah. the fucking dream, it is. It really, it? it really is. And she's like industry adjacent because she, you know, is, knows a lot of people and she enjoys comedy a lot. But like so she's she still has excited no excited about yeah, what you do, but exactly. not infatuated with it. Yeah, she's not bored of it. And she's not like, you got to go do another show. She's very supportive. Um but yeah, she has no interest, no aspirations. So envious, man. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty ideal situation. Um, and she lets me get. She lets me blow as many dudes as I want, and like yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. even count that as cheating. So that works out. No, pretty it's good real for love. Me. That's real yeah. love. Yeah. Um. Well, how much time do you spend doing the live stuff now? Because obviously you're so. Um. I imagine your schedule is pretty fucking filled with the writing and with the shooting of the show. Yeah. But you obviously you perform live as well. You do a lot of uh. You do stand up as well as sketch and and. Yeah. And I mean, right now it's mostly. I love improv, but I just don't have like an outlet in L.A. But right now it's mostly stand up. It's tough because like something's got to give, and I wish I was that type of workhorse who can just fire in all cylinders all day and it's like if i'm writing if i'm in the room all day then it's really hard to like get out to a show afterwards plus like booking shows is like a full like at least a part-time job so yeah yeah fuck like unless you're on top until you're yeah up here in the industry like where you're so famous people are reaching out to you all the time or then you just literally show up to a show and you're like i'm here i'm doing jump on which i hate that but maybe it'll have to get to there at some point um so you know it, it ebbs and flows like right now I'm doing a little more shows because we're not in the room, but I have a bunch of writing I have to do during the day, so I can do some more shows. And then probably January, right before we start shooting season three, I'll do. I want to kind of hit the road. I'm kind of off in December, so I'm trying to hit the road. I'm I'm like reaching out to comics who already have booked spots just to open for them, just because I want to like get out and get some material out. 
So right now it's like low output live shows. And I really want to get a live improv show with a couple buddies. And it's just, there's just too much shit to do. And I drink too much, so. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So. You still like going out? <laughs> I do like going out. Well, I like going out when it's attached to like trim, a show. But you man. You can't drink that much because you're not, you're not rocking a, a beer belly. You're very flat tummy. Yeah, I don't drink that much. I mean, I'm not like, you know. I'm but not, you enjoy a night out. I enjoy a night out. Well, I enjoy like, but it's not like I'm not clubbing. Like, I like I, the ideal situation. Talking the about guys. you described it as clubbing. Yeah, well, I don't know. Is, what that's, that's what people mid 30s that's what i would go like oh yeah i'm well up for going to a club you know like, yeah i'll go to a club go we should go to a, a club bit of a boogie I, i've started saying shit that I, that my parents said i what did i say recently like hip i used the word hip in a sentence oh man i was like i mean nah he's a pretty hip guy and then i was like what the fuck has happened to as, me i'm 34 as as I've, never, I've never said hip before in my life as long as you're not saying like um hey we should get some grass like, <laughs> let's smoke some, some grass, grass. Yeah. that's that's like pot. my parents let's smoke some pot let's get some pot yeah let me get some pot what do you say, herb? Or like, I can't say with seriousness, like, oh, I love smoking flour the best. You know, uh, people say flour. See, I don't say that because flour makes, I can't say flour because it makes me, oh, actually, when I'm talking about the boundless, thanks sponsors, the boundless uh, technology yeah. uh, pieces, yeah. I do go, well, this one is a vape for flour and this one is a vape for distillation. Because there's different things. But I would never, I just, yeah, just fucking smoking weed, kush, whatever, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, boom. Smoke, or yeah. use a name like Tangy or Purple Haze or whatever. Like yeah, it. sure. But I can't say flat without... That's like, I feel like a guy vaping. Just, <laughs> yeah, bro, I fucking vape, bro. It's right. like, I'm 34. I can't do that. Right, right, cause right. Because I'd look like a cunt. Sure. But then in the same end, you can't go too far the other way and just be like, whoa, anyone got any jazz cigarettes? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Who wants to toke this grass? <laughs> Who wants yeah. to toke you gotta, like, this you grass? You've got to take enough of it on, but yeah. if you try too hard, it's like really off-putting. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What's the, what's the um, any mannerisms that you are starting to recognize as a 37-year-old dude that you've gone... 36. Oh, 36, sorry, apologies. I don't want to... I know, please. Someone might I, update I, the Wikipedia. I know. Um, as 36, what's, what's something that you go, oh... I realize now I'm uh, I'm I'm displaying a couple of things that maybe my parents did that I realized. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, a signifier that you're now, you know, because 36 is still a young man. Yeah, but it's not a 20 year old. 36 is the new 34. Yeah, yeah, that's why I heard. Um, I you know it's like bouncing back is you know that's like the typical one. I don't. My parents don't have that many mannerisms. Uh, I, I I'm really I'm starting to enjoy getting up really early. Yes. But I don't like going to bed early, so it's a huge conflict. Okay. But I'm starting to like the few times I've had to wake up at like you know, when I'm when you're shooting or working, you're up at like six or seven every day and it's just a part of the schedule. Cleaning for me. I'm very really? neat. I love shit in its place. And I was always a little O C D, but it's yeah. getting it's getting more pronounced as I get older. You know, you know what it is for me then? It's uh like fixing things around the house. My, oh, my dad was really handy. The best. So I got like a like I got after this, I gotta go. I got to go to the hardware store and I got to get a couple of things. And one of the things I got to get is vinegar and baking soda because I got to fix a slow cleaning, slow leaking drain. Okay, nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a, what's it called? Uh, not a, a, a Home Depot. Just oh, yeah, right there. on yeah, Sunset. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. maybe I'll do that. I've been there yeah. all the time. Yeah. I went in there to find a specific size uh, of screw that I had to saw with a hacksaw down because uh-huh. it was too long, but it was the right thread right. size to attach the new radio into my old 2001 Toyota Corolla. Oh, nice. And it was like, I wanted to use the same housing unit. Sure, sure. Because it was very specific to that yeah. car. But it, the new unit didn't fit in. So I went down there, got some screws, hacksawed them out. And I was, the whole time I was just going, yeah. 
Isn't that the most satisfying oh, thing? Oh, my dick was like semi-hard yeah, the entire fucking time, bro. And you were wearing sweatpants at Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where you go cruising, right? You joke, right? You jest. However, <laughs> uh, I think one of the single most sexy things a woman loves seeing a man in is a pair of sweatpants where your dick can be seen through the sweatpants. Yeah, you know, I think I've had that experience. Like, right, I'll be wearing the pajama sweatpants and you I'll be, be like, a little chubby. Yeah, and she'll be like, whoa. Look, look at that. that. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. She gives a little rub through. Well, that's like, what's the dude, what's that HBO show, uh, Leftovers? The first I've scene. I've seen it. I forget the guy's name. There's like a first scene where this guy is jogging. Okay. And apparently, it's like Jennifer Aniston's ex. Okay. I don't know his name at all. And he is like clearly hung. And it's like lewd. This is like on television. A guy jogging this isn't, in sweatpants. It's not a joke. It's, no, it's, it's not even. It's not even. The show isn't called Hung. It's not about him being like a okay. big dick, you know, juggalo or or gigolo. Dick slapping. But against his dick. The fucking... It's like why did they allow? It's like lewd. It's like should be. I mean, you pointed it out, right? Yeah. You. That's why. I definitely. Because... Well, I definitely was like, because I I came on late to this show. Like, what what is the show? And then so when I was like googling it, everybody had already said like, Jesus Christ. Like this fucking guy's dick, and apparently he's a very big Liam dick. Neeson, big dick. It's it's like a famous really? like Hollywood story that Liam Neeson has a hu- not just big like a huge a depressingly huge penis, That's even flaccid. That's great. Yeah. yeah, but he also gets so drunk he sometimes urinates in his trousers. Oh, that's fun. There's three I love photos hearing- in one line. I-, I don't. I I love hearing that like really famous rich people are lushes, not yeah. like. I don't want a Mel Gibson lush who like hates Jews or like you know crashes a car or drives drunk. What about drunk. Hasselhoff lush who who eats burgers on the floor and his daughter films it? He's like, oh, shut up! Why are you filming me? Yeah, I mean, wasn't he like mean to his daughter? I don't like that. Not really. He she was, was just... more just like, Dad, you drunk. You need to stop getting drunk. He's like. He's just laying shirtless I, I, on the floor in his jeans. His fucking yeah, tan yeah. man tits are just like like silver wispy chest hair. silver chest yeah. hair. But I thought that was so fucking beautiful because we're we're sold an idea, a false idea of what every what celebrity lifestyle yeah, sure. is now through social media, right? Right. Everyone's living my best life right. all the Here time, fucking yacht. filters and oh my god, yeah. And I hate that with a fucking passion. Sure. So when I see someone of that notoriety. On the floor with their shirt off, eating a burger, fucked up yeah. at three in the morning. I'm like, yes, that's the most human thing I've seen. Yeah, I like that. I like Kiefer Sutherland like tackling Christmas trees and lobbies drunk. You know, I, I think as long as you're not hurting anybody and you're a lush, that's fun. I mean, he was hurting Christmas though, wasn't he? Yeah, he. Was, I mean, good. I'm sure he got hurt himself. Good. Kiefer maybe is not a good drunk, but I fucking nah. Good. I feel like if anyone who's taking down Christmas a peg or two. Yeah. You oh, a Christmas dude, problem? I hate going into fucking stores now. And hearing Mariah Carey and seeing all the decorations, uh, I'm like, it's November, bro. What this the is, fuck? This is dude? also like a mid 30s thing. You're like, is it Christmas already? Like, that's all you do. No one's getting presents from me this year. No? Oh, no, 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 no. Are you, do you, you don't celebrate Christmas? Oh, I celebrate Christmas. Yeah, you just, just broke. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just not, yeah. I, I mean, my baby niece, my niece will get, uh, yeah. she'll get presents. You could, you know, make something with your hands. You're like a handy guy. You get real handy. She's in New Zealand. I'm just going to order something online, send sure. it to her. Yeah. Are you big on like. I love her, but not that much. No, I'm joking. Yeah, sure, sure. I love her with my entire heart. Are you on like Imgur? Do you like Imgur? No. no. It's uh, That's it's, like Pinterest, isn't it? Like a thing where you just like. Kind of. I think it was just like a picture hosting website for Reddit. Right. And then it became its own like media social media thing kind gifts, of gifts a lot of gifts on there a lot of gifts a lot yeah. of pics 
Um, it's like a guilty pleasure when I'm taking a shit. I just scroll through. Okay. Yeah. Cause if I go through like Instagram, I get depressed and like, it's just, I, I don't think that's good, but at so least it's like to be silly naps. photo. Yeah. It used to be day naps. Now it's like silly photo, silly photo. Oh, interesting gift. Interesting fact. Um, but they do this thing called, uh, secret Santa or Imgur secret Santa. And they match you up with another random Imgur member. I'm probably saying Imgur and you buy, wrong. No, Imgur. I think that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I'm very casual observer. Imgur. I don't comment. I don't upvote. I'm just, I they call it. No, on Imgur. Oh, okay. Yeah. I use Reddit. I use Reddit a little more. My girlfriend's really Today good at I learned. Reddit. I love that. Today I learned yeah. that fucking, you know, if you want to fly to the moon, you have to have your asshole removed or whatever yeah, the fucking right. fact is. I like the made up t- today I learned. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'll explain to me like I'm a fifth grader or a five-year-old or whatever. Uh, I, I like, like that happened. Reddit, that happens. Have you ever read that? Reddit no, form? I don't think so. Oh my God, you have to get it. Reddit, Are subreddit. these like stories, people? It's, it's, that, it's like, that happened. Yeah, so basically yeah, it's yeah. people I, put on social media. I was waiting at the bus stop today and this old man sat down next to me and he looked really sad and everyone was ignoring him. So I asked him if he was okay and he said that his daughter was really ill. So I stood up and because it's almost Christmas, I started to sing to him a happy Christmas song and everyone at the bus stop joined in with me and he started crying and I made his day and he said, thank you, it's like my daughter's really here. And it would be like, that happened. Oh, so like, it's, this so didn't they, happen. So basically, someone yeah, yeah. writes some dog shit like uh, okay. that. I like that. They I like post that. out, they're like, yeah, sure, that fucking happened. Okay, Just I love that. Up. Yeah. It's normally about kids saying stuff. Yeah. It's normally, yeah, my sure. five-year-old saw a woman not being let on a bus today. Yeah. And stood yeah, exactly. up and went, everyone of all colors and ages right. should be respected and treated with dignity. Yeah. It's like, yeah, all right, of like, course I, they I, fucking did. I was, gave my daughter a dollar to buy gum and she said, mommy, like if we just exchanged goods and services with like the kinds of a heart, <laughs> we wouldn't be, con- yeah. I, we I, could I just give this to the homeless instead. It's just like viral bait. So proud of her. So proud. Yeah. Blessed. Um, no, no one's got kids no one's like got that. Kids. No one's got kids like that. No, and if you do, that's like some freaky Rosemary's Baby yeah. shit. That's like that's that kid's got to be. If you're not picking noses or you know playing with your genitals, then what kind of a child? Yeah, you should be you eating really worms have? and like constantly bloody nose and yeah. scuffed knees. Yeah, just like missing for a few days at a time. What was your childhood like? I grew up in Thousand Oaks, which uh, had a rough week. Um, <laughs> But it was it's pretty open. Oh, I, not the week you were born. You're talking about the shooting. Fucking hell, dude. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, well, the shooting and the <laughs> I was fire. Like, I was like, oh, and the fires. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. my, you know. It was, I was just, I realized I was laughing because I thought you were talking about, oh, we had a, had a rough week. I was born in Thousand Oaks. And I was uh, like, oh, no, he's referencing the. the no, yeah, yeah. The fact that people no, no, died. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible tragic time at Thousand sure. Oaks. Sure. Okay. Let, let's but, say it again and I'll give an appropriate okay, response. Okay, sure. Um, I was actually, I was raised in Thousand Oaks. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, had a very rough week recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, but be, before that, before, um, all the problems I would go to, that was good. That was yeah, a good, was that nice? yeah. And I yeah. gave a look to camera as well to say like, I'm there for you if you need me. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I mean, it's hard to talk about like a terrible, multiple tragedies Let's that happened in one week. Try. And then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at this point. Uh, but I uh, would play at a creek and, and I caught like crawdads and okay. I had a bike and I biked around and I went in the hills Wait, behind my house. Crawdaddies. Crawdads are like little um, crayfish or crawfish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, so there's a, yeah. there's a restaurant chain called Crawdaddies, yeah. right? Oh, really? I guess yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's one around the corner, right? One it's in like, New York. Okay. But there's uh, like a, the a crab, you know, there's like, you have a crawfish boil where like they pour a bunch oh, of, those are the God, best. Fuck yeah. But we didn't eat them. We weren't, you know, we just okay. caught them. And you get like big lemon wedges. And it's like just a whole load of fucking yeah, that's, to throw on yeah, with like corn and potato. That's the best. And you have to scoop out their poop. Red potato, red potato, red potatoes. Yeah. And How do you? Yeah, it's, I never scooped out the poop. 
you meant to pull that uh, the, like it's like a shrimp you're meant to pull the yeah the intestine line kind out of, of or it. you don't or people are like yeah the poop's good just eat the poop yeah it's like sometimes they have this like kind of kind of, kind of this color like mustard colored like poop poop and people just pop it in here. adds a little fucking flavor yeah little people grit, like it little grit in that that's shit. as far i'll eat this shit yeah but some people suck the brains out i can't do that yeah, like, i don't like up. the spidery parts yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had like, you know, I like jumped, jumped, uh, little jumps with my bike and fell and banged my head real hard and like sat on a skateboard and went down a you hill. You were a character and, in Stranger Things. Yeah, I pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I was an early Stranger Things kid. I was numbered. You were nine. nine. No, I was nine. I was number nine. <laughs> I'm glad we both came up with nine at the same time. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I can't go 10. There's two of us. Got to go one before. Yeah. I just got hurt. I just was able to like wander around. I remember going up. Did you have a happy childhood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents are still together. I had I had a really good family. They're still what do they do? Good. My parents? Yeah, theatrical people. No, not. I think my mom always wanted to, but she just uh, she just raised us. And my dad was a computer guy, so he would commute a lot to like run IT for companies and stuff. Right. Okay. He still works. Yeah. And he's sick of it. How old is he? Man, he's probably sixty. I don't know. How old he is sixty six now. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know what? I, well, actually. I was going to say, oh, wow, yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's earned a rest. Yeah. But actually, I think for men especially, correct me if I'm wrong, um, having a purpose. Yeah. Having something to go and do. Yeah. Keeps them fucking young, keeps them energetic, keeps them healthy. As soon as you go to a man who's worked his entire life, and in a, in a yeah. not like us, Ponte right. actors, like right, right, around, yeah. but like a real man, you know, yeah, job. Just work with their in, hands uh, and like, yeah. Put food on the table for my family. Have and like 20 year like company plaques. Exactly. Yeah. For a guy like that, and my dad's like this now, you go, all right, that's done now, retired. Yeah. They go like- Then they just shrivel. What What the fuck do I do? That's yeah. that's what I do. Yeah. I agree. My grandma was a uh, LA- Oh, my dad, they become alcoholics. Well, that's fine. I wish my- My parents don't really drink. I wish they got into something fun. I wish yeah. like, you know, they bought a camper and just like drove across the Mine country. Mine got divorced and just, you know- Hate each other? Yeah. That's fine. Well, actually, they don't, not anymore, but- Oh, that's they got back together, or they no, no, they no. They just went. We don't argue every day because we don't live together anymore. So I guess we shouldn't. There's no reason to hate each other anymore. Yeah, that's great. That's good. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I my grandma re- retired at like seventy or something, and she was a school teacher for like thirty years, and like had her two ex husbands were like infantrymen and like World War. Like she has a long life. And she was so sprightly and so like, you know, just kicking around town, teaching like LA Unified School District, like teaching. She's eight. surrounded by children, man. Yeah. You put, you take an old person and surround them with kids. They stay youthful. They have yeah. the energy. They have to have that. And and you're moving around. So you're staying limber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she retired. Plus, and like, you know, sexy, isn't it? Plus, yeah, she, she's having sex with all this. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. She was just, just perfect body. Smoking. Yeah, smoking. The good old days when teachers used to fuck the kids so they didn't shoot up the schools. Yeah, that's it. That's what we need more of. Uh, And then she retired and like immediately started deteriorating. Yeah. She passed a few years ago. What a bad news bear I am today. Uh, You're not a bad news bear. This is life, man. We're all going to die. Well, she, you know, she was, had a big family, (laughs) lots of grandkids. She's doing well. Um, but yeah, again, I think like just never stop working. It's crazy. My dad's like, ah, I can't wait to retire. But it's like, what would you do? You're in a profession though, as am I, where we have the option to never stop working. Yeah. Like you can be 97 years old and cast as ancient guy in a fucking Yeah. Like, or like, you know, be like, uh, what's his face? I can't think of his name. The seven words you can't say. On t- George Carlin. Like he George was making Carlin, specials yeah. every year until he- He got better. Passed. He got better right at the yeah. end. You know, once he's sort of given up all the- 
all the all the gear and stuff. Yeah. You know, he was it was amazing how but he I, had a resurgence. I fear that Chevy Chase, same thing. Yeah, giving yeah. up, giving up all drinking drugs. Um, at, at the ripe old age of whatever he is now, like eighty, I think he gave up like five years ago. Really? Yeah. Man, I guess that's what you do, right? You just uh, you well, you probably you just can't metastasize it anymore, and you're just like, all right, I got to stop. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, do you know what my fear is though? Is that George Carlin and Chevy Chase weren't aren't still working because they're like, I love it. Is because they like miss that spotlight, and that we're in this industry that we'll never be satisfied. You know, that we'll be like, no matter what hit show we have or how many movies are great specials and well-respected are, we're never just be able to be like, ah, now it's time to let the new crop come in. That we'll just be like, ooh, who's this young comic? I got to get back on the road and keep working. And that's... Uh, do you think that's what it is? I don't know. And do you think that's true of every elderly... No, I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid that that's what it is. That okay, it's like, that's fair. Because that's a legitimate I know, fear, yeah. I'm very driven. I'm like, if I'm not working, I'm very... You know, I get all my value from work and like writing and being productive. So, how much time do you allow yourself for that introspective process? Because what you're describing, I feel like even at 34, I have moments where uh, actually, no, not even moments. I'll be really fucking frank yeah. and honest because I am on this podcast. Uh, even as recently as a week ago, I had to sit myself down and um, I was feeling really fucking depressed. Yeah. And I went, like, dude, like, stop fucking stressing about what you want to achieve, where, what jobs you want to get, what position you would like to be in, how successful you would like to be, what kind of an audience you would like to reach. And focus on, like, just enjoy the fact that, I, I, I don't want to do like, a, I, can't, I can't even actually talk about the two projects. But I, yeah. I had two voiceover things. I, got, I had one two weeks ago, uh. and I've got one in a week on Monday. And one is for one was for Disney, and one is for Warner Brothers, and they're like really exciting yeah. shit. Not incredibly well paid, you know, sure, voiceover. Yeah, and yeah like that. but but and I was going, you, th- this is th- you got in two weeks, you've done these two things, and you and you get to make people laugh for a fucking living. Yeah, and you you, on your you pay time. your rent with that on your own time. Yeah, fucking stop, stop fucking worrying about sure. what you haven't yet, and live in that moment. Very difficult thing to do. It is a really difficult thing to do, and I feel like maybe. That's has to be uh, a big part of a creative person, yeah. uh, entertainer's focus. Learning to just go, I'm my face on a fucking billboard, man. Yeah, I'm okay in Hollywood. Yeah, and I know it doesn't. You know, you know, it month did. down the line, it'll be someone else's face, man. Right, right. But right now, you, you've got, you know, I know. your buddy well, sending you text messages going, dude. It is exciting. Look at this. And you know, my my ex is a comedian. Wrote for SNL, dude. Wrote for SNL. My ex is a comedian, and she does the comedy store a lot. So it's nice to know that she has to drive by that every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. It. I mean, that is such a hard thing to do, and I don't know. I don't think living in that is good, but at least taking a stock and going, "Hey, look where I am right now versus where I was three years ago versus where I was ten years ago," and enjoy that. Just be okay. I think it's okay to have ambition and look for the next thing, but if you're not even enjoying what you have. You're never going to enjoy any of those other And accolades. I'm constantly struggling with that. Yeah. And I, I can empathize. It happens. I, I, but... That happens to me all the time. Like a really dumb example is when I first started doing stand-up, I like, you know, I knew some bigger comics or like, you know, you'd meet bigger comics who were like regulars at the improv. And I was just like, I can't ever imagine sending in avails to the improv. I yeah. can't ever imagine getting past at the improv. Like that seems like a lifetime away. I'm just yeah. doing these shitty bar shows and doing my other friend shows. And then like a year and a half later... I got the email that was like, hey, so every week, send us your avails through this email. And I was like, great, another email I have to send. And it was like this record scratch moment. Like, 
dude, you like a, two it years was ago. At this you, moment. Yeah, exactly. Like, did Nick realize he'd lost focus of what was so important huh. to himself? I've gone too hard on myself. Yeah. But it just, you didn't even appreciate Like, I literally blew past it and then had to, like, stop myself, turn around and be like, that's huge. That's good. Yeah. Like, you set a goal, you got to it, and you didn't even celebrate it before moving on and being pissed about something yeah. else. And that's yeah. not healthy. Nah. No. Not at all. No. But having that understanding and that self-awareness is incredibly good. fucking healthy, which is why you won't end up like certain other oh, characters so. who are in their 80s, 90s and desperate to just... Yeah. Rah. Yeah. I feel like Carlin... I did different things at the end. I, I honestly felt like at the end of it, he had had accepted. I've had a problem for many years, uh-huh. and I just need to release creativity. I just want to keep creating. Yeah, I think that was more love of the game. You know, I have this. I, I want to have this creative output, I, I, and I don't. You know, I read his autobiography. Actually, he talked to uh, yeah. And you know, it was a series of conversations with That's his cool. friend, and it, and he talked about that at the end. There was very much. Yeah, maybe it's not fair to say, like, you have to because you're used to the limelight. And I hope maybe that's true for some people. But, like, I'm sure you have the same thing. If I can't get up in a week, if I can't get hard, um, no, if I can't do a show. I just hit the fucking Gold's Gym. Get yeah, that sauna. Yeah, I get, like, a, I get a nice bear to take Paint my toenails. <laughs> do people paint their toenails at the gym? No, but that's how I would do it. Yeah. I'd be like. That's how people would know that you're a straight guy just trying to exactly. get. Exactly. The rock's in there. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, man. Look at this. No, nah, man. Look at this. We don't do that here. He's like, that's child's play. It's a fucking child's you show. Got, you got a children's show on you your toes. You got a children's show on your toes. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I, I forgot even what I was saying because I'm just thinking about the rock fucking me and it's like <laughs> so exciting. And you're blown here. away. Yeah, blown away. Yeah. Um, listen, tell me what's coming up for you. What can people expect to see? Writing of the third season, which will yeah. launch in what date roughly? Ooh, I don't know. We're, we're writing now. What's and- the normal cycle? I mean, the show takes a lot of time because it's very carefully made. So I would say probably another year. But uh, most people haven't seen the show, and that's fine by me. But you can watch it on Hulu. You just watch it on Hulu? No, oh. I've been watching it. I watched some on Adult Swim, and oh, now yeah, I'm watching sure. on Hulu because it only show me certain episodes. I don't right. have an Adult Swim account. Yeah, yeah. Or so, you just have to get your friend who's got a cable subscription. I would never do that. I would always pay to watch the show. Okay. It's great. It. It's great. I appreciate it. So watch it for free on Hulu. Yeah, uh, and then season two's out right now, and that'll be on Hulu soon, I imagine. That's or you can watch Dreamcore LLC. Yeah, Dreamcore LLC. Um, yeah, and I think it's we're all very proud of it. So check it out. And also, if people want to come and see you live, because you uh, even though you are busy with yeah. your writing and your and your acting jobs, um, you do do live performances reasonably regularly. Yeah, so yeah. If they want to check that two, out, two, three times a week, probably. Best best uh, places to find it is it would it be website or on social media? Uh, definitely like Instagram or Twitter. And it's Nicholas Rutherford on Instagram and Nick Rutherford on Twitter. How annoying is that? It's really annoying. Yeah. I, I uh, If it makes you feel any better or at least empath- empathetic, yeah. uh, my website is jeffreyleach.com uh-huh. where I put my dates. But I was offered jeffleach.com and I went, I don't need that. Like, I'm, Jeff- just, I'm Jeffrey Leach. Like, uh, yeah. but my stage name is Jeff Leach. I go yeah. by that. But... And uh, I refused it for years. I just went, no, nah, no, nah, I'm all right. I don't need it. Yeah. Well, they wanted to charge me 50 bucks. Fucking 50 bucks. I don't need to pay that shit for Jeff Leach. For one time. And I like, thought, well, who else is going to come out as jeffleach.com sure, sure. as a fucking entertainer? <laughs> and it was no entertainer, but then this Texas state representative who's uh, super fucking right-wing Yeah, sure. Republican, the guy you want to be confused with. Xenophobic, yeah. like, get the immigrants out of the country, yeah, sure. gaze an abomination to the yeah. fucking uh-huh. Christian faith and values. He's now 
a fucking Texas state representative and he's got jeffleach.com. However... But that's what a lot of your comedy is about. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah I think it's beautiful <laughs> because when people are tweeting at me and stuff and they go, wow, we really... Amazing. We really believe in everything you're saying. You're right. The homosexuals are, and uh, you know, the devil at Jeff Leach. I'm like, I used to think that way. I just replied to them. I'm like, oh, you're right. I used to that way. But now people. I'm very happily... You know, that I don't tell my side dick that though. You know what I mean? Or whatever. That's I love fine. fucking yeah. with it. That's and great. I love when they're thinking it's him. They yeah. look up me. And I'm more famous than that You can really change cunt, a lot so. of minds out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did an entire Edinburgh show about it once. Really? Yeah, That's yeah. Funny. About I how I ruined Edinburgh, that guy's man. life. That's what I want to do. Nah, don't bother. Really? It's just a... I mean, it's such a... Just do like you want to go party. out there and get fucked up for a month and yeah. feel ruined when you get back uh-huh. and then ultimately go... I made a lot of people laugh for who nothing. will never really, like become I don't know they're not you gonna don't, you, don't th- you don't think there's any value in it I mean I guess if you have like a Nanette type think, like show that takes the festival by storm maybe you get it on TV but you don't think it's about building that crowd and like connecting with those fans and I think I comp- made some amazing fans through yeah. Edinburgh shows I think that financially it's, it's designed to fuck the performers in yeah. a huge way or you have to bust ass the whole time or you have to do what I did which is so when you did the pay venues you can you lose money even if you sell out your venue every night, which is ridiculous. The yeah. idea that you would lose thousands of pounds even though you sold out your venue most uh-huh. of the run for a whole month is crazy. And if you do a free venue, which is what I did on my final year before I moved to America, uh-huh. uh, I made about eight, 9,000 pounds over the month. Uh, and that was literally just money going in buckets yeah, at the end wow. of the show. But I had to fly for fucking four hours every day. And, and literally every person yeah, was going, here's yeah. what the show's about. And blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, yeah. and they're getting a thousand flies every right. single day. And so you I've have to gone. really it's talk a, to it's them. very intense. It's a huge amount of work. You know, if you like to party, you'll end up in the last week, you'll just be like, Ugh. Yeah. If you're prone to any kind of depression, terrible place to be. <laughs> and ultimately, it's a load of fucking... Weird. Fuck it, mate. Just write more shows. Right. Do more hit shows. You know, shows. this is the fuck thing, though. It's like, all I want to do is, like, be in the trenches in Edinburgh, flyering all day, drinking pints till four in the morning, well, doing it over the and over improv- again element of yeah. that's you as an improv actor who's like oh, god i want to write sketches and yeah. do improv and just and be amongst like, just it. grind away sounds great for a week it's amazing yeah exactly two weeks it's pretty yeah, good it's fun. three weeks like oh, this is there's another week of this and the last week you just fucking just kill me yeah that does sound fun that or like the melbourne festival do it for two thing. weeks yeah well that's what i would do i would have a show a friend who has a show because you can't just do it for two weeks you have to do the whole run nope, no not true you can you can you do, can do a, one you can week do a limited run yeah really yeah that's what i would do Get a space, do it for a week or two weeks. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Take your girlfriend over there. Yeah. Go and look at some castles, see some fireworks. Uh. The fucking... That was was meant to be a bagpipe. Oh. Yeah. I can't do a bagpipe sound. It's just like kind of constant... No, that's a didgeridoo. That's it. That's an electric bagpipe. Wait, let's get a fucking Celtic. What's like a... There it is, there it is. Wow, you just saved me a trip to Scotland. There you go, man. Thanks, man.
Thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah, my pleasure, Nick man. Rutherford, you're an amazing man. Uh, a very talented individual and also a performer across all different facets of the uh, entertainment spectrum. So make sure, ladies and gentlemen, to check out Dreamcore LLC. Yeah, it's on Adult Swim. You can check it out on Hulu as well. Yeah, or steal um, it. Just steal it online. Don't and never do that. Never do that. We never encourage that. Make sure to listen to it <laughs> legally because it's worth paying that Hulu subscription. Uh, also, uh, make sure to check out Nick Rutherford on Twitter or Nicholas Rutherford on Instagram yeah. to find out when he's going to be performing live. Thank you. Uh, and check out some of the stand-up or some improv or some sketch uh, yeah. and whatnot. And thank you very much, man, for Thanks, being here. Jeffrey. I'm going to... Oh, well, we can, yeah. we can do a little handshake. Yeah. I was going to play the outro. Yeah, Let me do, do my little outro thing. Boom. There it goes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.